Welcome back to Tent Heads Podcast. This is Michael and Adam and Robbie, and we are back again this week in the yet unnamed studio. But I got to scoot in a little bit. Yeah. So people can see me. Yeah, it looks a little better. And my sweet shirt. It's a nice, oh, yeah. It's a great shirt. Everybody should check out the YouTube video and we can see Adam's 10 Tents Podcast golf livery or livery, however you want to say it. It's a parody logo. Parody. Sorry. It's parody. a, no, no, no. Sorry. It's the 10 Tents Podcast parody, parody shirt. Yeah. And it is available on the shirt store. But it actually did turn out yeah, quite amazing. Really good. Well. I like really it. Nice. It prints very well. It printed well. Thomas did a really nice job. Yes, he did. With the logo. It looks super good. So if you guys are into that kind of stuff, you should definitely hit up Thomas because we are not at all responsible for any of that design. No, that's not ours. That is a TR medium yeah. design. You should hit him up. Yeah, you need some design work done? Hit up Thomas. Yeah. If you can't find him, let us know. But that looks pretty cool. I like that. So that's available on the store. Some people bought them. I saw some people... We're getting them, so that's very cool. If you're interested, you can go to 1010spodcast.com or to the YouTube channel, which you should be subscribed to anyway. You can see Adam wearing it live right here in front of me. Right now. Right now. I probably still am wearing it when you're watching this. That's I, weird. I just wear it all the time. Maybe you should just take it off and wash <laughs> it every once in a no. while. Maybe at night. I, I take a shower every day. It's fine. I think you have to wash your clothes, though. Do I, though? Uh, I think so, yeah, according to society. Social norms. Yeah, I that's, don't know. That, that's like saying it's you never need to wash my, your towel. It's never been my it's strong point. Didn't you have a roommate that didn't wash his towel? Oh, yeah. In, sure. in college or something like yeah. that? Absolutely. He didn't, like, Gross. It is disgusting. It was, it was also very hard to get him to shower, period. <laughs> so he wasn't using his towel, so maybe he yeah, didn't maybe, need to. But maybe he had he had to and he was towel. going to school for diesel mechanics. Oh. And we just called him Stinky, like straight to him. Like well, there was, I don't even remember what his name was. He was just stinky. You me. think eventually you'd want to not be stinky. And yeah, you would, you'd think. You would stop. Well, he would like giggle, like laugh, like, ha, ah. No, dude, I'm serious. You smell terrible. Take a shower. No, I think and, like, he was. One day, one of my roommates got like really violently <laughs> angry about it. And like, we just about like tied him up and threw him in the shower type of deal. Sounds weird. It came to a, a problem. Yeah, I see that. He didn't live with us very long. I get that. Speaking of washing, is that pre shrunk? Uh, I don't know because I just washed it. And yes. Then wore it. Oh, so you didn't wear it before you? It is pre-shrunk. It says it right here. Okay, Robbie says. It's I have this thing about making sure my clothes are washed before I wear them if they're not white because I don't want to be dyed whatever color they are. Is that a and thing I'm, that happens? It well, happened you, to me you, once well, with. If you throw with a red shirt, sheets. yeah, throw a red shirt in with a bunch of white clothes. Oh. No, 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 no. Like, I'm worried about the like if there's dye and it gets on his turns skin. me blue. Oh, because it happened to me once with flannel sheets. I didn't, I didn't was it on your them. face? I, dude, I woke up the next morning like like jean blue. <laughs> like never heard toe. of this before. Head to toe, the you whole. And so now I wash that. everything before I wear it. I don't even put it on. Just throw it straight. I took it out of the bag, threw it in the wash machine, and washed it. I didn't even try it on. I know nothing of this. I didn't realize that this. It's was probably a complete and total paranoia. <laughs> but also, sometimes they just you know new clothes kind of smell a little funky. Sometimes, if especially when they're a, shipped in a plastic bag or something right. like that. You don't know so who's I been just, handling so them. So I just wash them. You don't know what warehouse they've it's been in safety. full of rats. It's like when you come fleas. home with new dishes, you don't like just eat off of them. Yeah, you no. wash them because anybody in the store could have been touching, touching them. them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I just that's how I. Operate. No, I'm with you. That's more how I operate. I, I didn't realize that it's dye would weird thing get on your skin. It's probably total bullshit, but I. It happened to you once. I guess it's yeah. a it's a thing that could happen to people. It almost ruined, you know, a day in high school for me. And that is those thankfully, are high stakes. Thankfully, it washed off pretty easily. But yeah, it was a deal. My face and everything because I had a pillowcase the whole nine yards. That's hilarious. It was bad. PSA for the kids out there. Yeah, the more you know. 
Before we do your opener, I had something I wanted to share that you guys don't know about yet. Oh, Have God. you seen this thing that the kids are doing? Uh, uh, eating Tide Pods? I'm pissed about it. No, well, yeah. Because <laughs> I really is, like Tide Pods. It yeah, is. They're going to ruin that for us. I'm yeah, really I know. Mad. I'm going to be super mad about it. Well, you've seen now that they're putting them behind the counters now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. God Which is ridiculous. So don't, don't eat the Tide Pods. That is the second PSA for this episode. <laughs> the third PSA for this episode is... Kids are participating in Ponzi schemes or pyramid schemes. It's a Ponzi scheme to buy car parts. Have you seen this? Like Mary like, Kay for car parts? No. Like a GoFundMe? I need to finish my car? Uh, so how it works is, and I haven't, I've only seen it maybe twice, but then I saw it on a news thing. So I'm thinking maybe it's not, it's probably more prevalent other places and maybe like kids that are. Like, I don't know, 15 or Yeah, something. I was going to say, define kids. <clears throat> yeah, I think younger, probably, I would say less than 20. I'll put it okay. that way. Maybe less Teens. than 22. Just like barely Teens. even have a car. Yeah, but they're broke. Right. Generally. Yeah. So how this works is it's literally a pyramid, which is the really funny thing about it. But what wh- what it is is you you put this thing out there and you say, okay, you buy into my, you don't call it a pyramid, I don't know what you call it exactly, but you buy into it for $100 and then based on the order that you enter is where you end up on the pyramid. So people on the video can see. But basically the first person that generates it is at the top. And then the next two people get the next row. And then the next three people get the next row. And then the next four people get the next row. And then there's a predetermined number of spots on there. And everybody pays in, say, $100. And then when you hit the capacity of the pyramid, the top person gets paid out. So if it's a 10-spot pyramid... Everybody pays in a thousand dollars. The top person gets, or everybody pays in a hundred. The top person gets a thousand dollars, and then he moves out. He moves out. Next person moves up, and I think how it works is you add a row or you add two rows. Oh Jesus Christ! And so, so then people have to buy those spots, put money in. Then the next person gets popped out with a thousand dollars, and then it just keeps going. So the in theory, the no, idea is if no, you stay no, in no. it long enough. You get a thousand dollars. You put in a hundred, you get out a thousand. That's it's, a Ponzi scheme. This is the same thing as you put it five dollars in this envelope and you send it out. You remember that back in the day? No, what is it? Explain it's, it. It's the same concept. You put money in an envelope and then you're supposed to come back a hundredfold. Like you send it out to like five people and then they send it out to five people and they send it out to five people and then you're supposed to send money to like the last five people in line. That's straight yeah, straight up same pyramid thing. scheme. Yeah, that's so anyway, it doesn't it it stops working as soon as people stop putting money in it, which is probably almost immediately as soon as the first person bumps out. Yeah, yeah, like probably the first because you can only find so many idiots. I think it so works. So when you run out of idiots, then your pyramids just stalls stalls out. I think it worked for a while though. I think some people got paid out of the deal. The FTC would like to talk to you, the the Federal Trade Commission, but you know, Jesus, you uh you got paid out of the deal. It's crazy though. People fall for some really dumb stuff. Because at some point, somebody has to lose money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, you no, there's no, there's the no end game. Ra- there's no coming in. There's no end game. <laughs> That's the whole Bernie Mac thing. That's how Bernie Mac made all that money is that right. as long as the Madoff. money's coming in. Bernie or Madoff, Madoff. Yeah, Bernie Madoff. Which is the hol- most hilarious last name given the situation. As long as people keep putting money in, it's it's fine. As soon as people stop putting money in is when the whole thing falls apart. But what I'm saying is there's there is no scenario where everybody wins. No. No, you eventually somebody has to get started. whether it's after the first guy cashes out or the millionth guy cashes out, somebody gets screwed eventually. Yeah. 
Absolutely. How do they not realize that? I I don't know. They're really young. Greed. It's definitely greed. Yeah, that's the other thing is I if I was guy number one, I don't know that I could like sleep at night. And- yeah, sleep at night. Knowing you just basically took those people's money. Yeah. But you know what else is really annoying that I've noticed? People are raffling thing na- things now instead yeah, of selling them. Yeah, that's a popular them. thing, too. I hate that. You don't know about this? No, I know so auctioning. That's I'll different. Ex- no, I'll explain it because I'm sure there's other people that haven't seen it. So people with... I see it a lot with watches, but also I'm seeing it with cars. What they'll do oh. is they'll have a car and they'll say, I'm selling 50 spots for this car at you know $1,000 a piece or 500 spots at $100 a piece. The really weird thing about it is, so they'll do it through PayPal, and you know it's secure, sort of. So that's what's weird, because like people could pull their money back, you know, if they don't win, like file a complaint with PayPal. Yeah. But I assume you use the PayPal commercial, you know, one commercial yeah, so paying thing, and so it's gone. But the weird thing is, they'll have a car that's thirty five thousand dollars, but they'll sell five hundred hundred dollar spots. You know yeah. what I mean? And so they'll get fifty grand. Instead of well, thirty five thousand, and then one guy gets it. Yeah, it was a, like there was a company that made those. Uh, what was it? Eight eighty something or other, or whatever. Yeah. they kept doing that with GTRs. And yeah, stuff they like still that. do. They're a Facebook page, and they're giving away shit all the time. They were giving. I've seen them give away Evo tens. I've seen them give away uh, like diesel trucks, like bro dozers. So it's the same thing, but it's more semi more legitimate. I've never actually looked into like. If you have to pay for the opportunity to win the car, if you buy a ticket, I've never actually looked into their because it's a scheme. Well, that you know, it's it's still they're making money somewhere. Yeah, and like most of the time, I don't even want the car they're trying to raffle off anyway because it's it's some ridiculous thing. But like I've seen them trying to sell like eight hundred horsepower Supras and crazy or giving away quote unquote like these crazy cars. Yeah. There's got to be a, a hook in there somewhere. It's the same know. thing as Deal Dash. You've seen those commercials on TV. Oh, yeah. that that's yeah. That's I, I bought this laptop for thirty two dollars. Yeah, but it's a dollar a bid. So right. the company went to Walmart, bought it for five hundred, sold it for thirty two, but actually made thirty two hundred. Yeah, because right. when you have to, because you'll look at that thing and it'll and it's like bids are a penny or something. Penny piece. and you'll see that the you know the number of bids is like three thousand. You're like, well, it's a buck. A they're piece. ahead. <laughs> so. But if you, in theory, if you're the last bidder and that's the only bid you submit. Have you ever done that? No, I've never done it. I watched somebody else do it. I was it, like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Stop the, doing the it. The timer doesn't end until somebody stops bidding. So if you if it's one second left and you bid, adds 30 seconds. Then somebody oh else bids, God. adds 30 seconds. It doesn't end until everybody quits. So it almost never ends. I think there's eventually one, ends. I think there's one now that has a hard deadline or a hard stop point, though. Because there's a couple of games I play on my phone every once in a while you gotta watch an ad oh yeah and there's one like Top Hatter or something like that mm-hmm. that I, I mean I just see the ad but it says something in there about one minute auctions hmm keeps going though I'm right sure. well I don't know it might start over again I don't know but it might just be as many bids as they can get in in a minute yeah, you know maybe they can get a thousand bids in in a minute yeah that's crazy. It is crazy. One person wi- wins, much people lose. It's a wild world out there. So don't pay for your car parts with a Ponzi scheme or GoFundMe. Definitely don't do GoFundMe. Yeah. Just just don't. Just don't those do are those for things. charities and special need situations. Right. Absolutely. Not, not greedy fuckers. <laughs> there's one Don't sugarcoat it, right? There's one like six, eight months ago. I almost like talked about on the show as like an opener or something like that, but some kid got 
bunch of like crazy speeding tickets in his oh, Honda Civic. I see those all the time. And put it on there, and people thought it was like he wrote some bullshit thing, and it was kind of funny or whatever. And he like made his money tenfold because yeah. people just oh I'll throw five dollars him. This is funny. Not funny. But the people who really need that help don't get a dime on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad deal. Don't do it. No. Just mind your own business, really. Pay your tickets. Pay. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, let's do Adam's opener presented by Factor Fabrication. So this week, um, I was cruising through my Facebook and I saw a link to these guys that make wallets. And I know Robbie has a special place in his heart for his wallet, so I'm sure that this is not going to be good enough for Robbie. Because you know how Robbie is about things. If if, if, Robbie, wallet, if Robbie. Robbie decides that he likes it, it's by far the best thing in the world, and there's, there's the, no way you're going to sway that opinion. What is this, Ferragamo? Oh, this is amazing. Sad, it's saddleback leather. Saddleback leather. Oh, that's right. We've it's talked about it. It's got a 100-year warranty. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. The ugliest that it ever looks is the day I got it. I'm holding your car. Not that our camera is high enough resolution to see, but I'm, I'm being <laughs> conscious of your card. I don't driving. carry cash. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just looking at that. He's, he's worried about a people a seeing, in there. getting your credit oh, card shit. numbers off of that. Yeah, I just wanted to look at it. Enhance. Enhance, enhance. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so these guys make them out of vintage automotive interior fabric. Like, oh, really? Like, straight? Yeah. Well, that's rad. And, and they're, they're super cool. And they're not overly they're expensive. They're very reasonably priced. What's the price on those? Like 32 bucks. Oh. So what you're saying is some... Dude's been sweating in a Camaro seat for 40 years. No, they years. claim that this is all <laughs> replica. new old stock or replica. Oh, uh, okay. That's fair. That this, so, they didn't like go down to the junkyard and cut a square out of a seventy or out of a 67 Camaro bench seat. Maybe they need to. I'm, I'm a they, li- they could sell it for triple the price. No. Well, they for sure could. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hipsters no, dude, would buy that. I know, but my, my tolerance for this is super low because this the new thing now is there's been a couple companies that design absolutely garbage Garbage oh, fucking watches. It. God damn it, Robbie. It's vegan. Thank <laughs> That's you. That's a classic a brown vegan, vegan wallet. Um what's a vegan wallet? I don't know, but vegan uh, leather. Ve- meaning it's meaning it's uh, not leather. It's not leather. So it's pleather. Yes. Plastic leather. So anyway, they what they do is they get like the smallest, most minute piece of metal from some car, like a Camaro or a Ferrari or something like that. And then they say, oh, it's it's built with parts from a Ferrari. And then they get this oh, guy Jesus to notarize Christ. the certificate saying it's officially a 63 Ferrari 250 GT, blah, blah, blah. And it's a $5 watch, and they sell it for $250. I'm like, this is such a scam. So hit that second link on there, Bobby. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Yep. This is the one that I would buy if I were buying one. The GTO wallet. So it's made out of the trunk fabric of, a, oh. of an old GTO. So it's vinyl then, it's, correct? It's, it's like vinyl the vinyl stuff. fabric stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little little more resilient for the wallet. Uh, houndstooth. Good, sir. So I think this thing is rad. That's kind of cool. Like it's it. a pretty cool little wallet because... Is this Spencer's company? <laughs> What's it called? No, it's a red-bearded guy holding yeah, the wallet. Yeah, it looks like Spencer oh. in the background there for sure. Conspiracy. No, they're well, all the same person. The new conspiracy is that there's fifteen to twenty red bearded uh, gingers on our group. But we have only, an oddly, one human. It's only one person. We have an oddly large number of gingers given their their population statistics. Yeah, we appeal to gingers in some odd way. Ginger, li- ginger lives matter. Absolutely, <laughs> you know how I feel about gingers. <laughs> but oh, it looks nice on the inside. I think yeah. these are really cool. Nice. Cool. It looks like a nice wallet. Uh, I know that you know that 
shit, that fabric outlasts most of the cars they put it in. So it's probably semi-resilient. It's got to be a pretty decent wallet. I think they're cool. I would own one. For they're $25? Reasonably priced. Yeah, for 25 20 to $30. They're yeah. not bad. What's wrong with that? They make... Uh, they make guitar okay. straps and stuff right like there. that. Oops, sorry. Do they? Yeah, they make some oh, really cool. Well, actually, cool I think company. that's what they originally did. It's like Couch Guitar Straps, couch guitar is, straps. is the uh, huh. the company. And I th- I think they originally started making guitar straps out of stuff like that and then moved into wallets. But they have like ladies' wallets, billfolds, a bunch of different designs. There's uh, old Volkswagen ones. They use you know, like Volkswagen Beetle material to make it. And I just think it's kind of cool. Very interesting. It's a little late now, but that's a really good. It's a good that would have been a good Christmas. Christmas, Christmas that's a great it one. Would be because would be it's good. not outrageously priced, but it's pretty unique. And who doesn't need a wallet? Everybody needs a wallet, except for Robbie. Except for me, I'll never. Robbie does I'll not never need ever need one again. And mine's not vegan. Oh jeez, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Was... Vegan leather. I ran into Jesus it the other day. Christ. It's like, that is an oxymoron. That really does not make any it. sense at all. All right, couch guitar straps, where's your warranty? Oh, <laughs> nice, Robbie. <laughs> Shut For the website. For a $30 wallet, no, really, think you're going to get a They're warranty? Cool. They're cool, though. Even if it lasts me a year and I got to buy, you know, that could be my revolving Christmas gift. I'd be perfectly okay with that. I can see it lasting longer than a year for I'm sure. I'm sure it will, yeah. that vinyl stuff. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's like nuclear bomb proof. Yeah. <laughs> I like so. the stripes, though, the racing stripe ones. Yeah, there's some cool ones in there. They've got quite a few pages of different stuff in there. Not all of them are automotive-related, no, the materials they use, but there's a lot of cool things. They make really neat stuff. I like it. So, Guess what we of, need to talk about? It's kind of hipster trendy for me. Speaking of hipster trendy things. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Robbie, did you have a wonderful brunch on Sunday? I overate like crazy. Did you really? But but it was wonderful. It was, it was delicious. It was the longest lunch I've had probably ever. Booney, two, oh, for two sure. full hours. Booney from Factor Fabrication it was an hour and a half took us to brunch. Than it to be. No way. Yes. I could have sat uh, there for another hour. Look at this delicious meal in front of us here. This is the what was this was the uh, eggs salmon eggs. No no king crab king or crab wild yeah. crab wild, yes. wild crab yes and uh, that was eggs hummus Benedict. eggs Benedict with hummus. Um, hummus was good. We had a basically a beef tartare dish, which yep. was incredibly delicious. It was wonderful. We had uh, cheese and, and meat platter. I was fine with the cheat, uh, the meat and cheese platter. <laughs> well, some of it. Seventy five percent. You didn't like it. the really moldy cheese. You weren't about that. It wasn't the the taste was fine. The texture was a little weird for me. And most of the time that I don't like something, it's a texture related issue yeah. more than a taste related issue. Oh, and bottomless coffee. Bottomless coffee. She I bet was I had that woman was popping that us. coffee down. I bet I had two pots. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept bringing it. I would it take like, two drinks of my water and she'd be there to refill it. Uh-huh. I was like, Jesus. It's rude not to drink it. The, the problem what that is is when they put it in those little saucers. Yeah, saucer coffee, <laughs> the little tiny coffee cups, the heat dissipates so quickly you that like you just it. keep drinking it. Uh-huh. And then they come back and bring you more, and then it's rude not to drink it. And so I you drink all of it. I don't want to see it. They're not making cold. money on that. No. No. Not on the coffee, but no. they. But we were there for two hours and had four courses. Yeah, we. So they made their money. What did you have? We had a pizza as well. I forgot to. We, we had, there was a pizza in <laughs> the middle. The pizza so. was was actually pretty good. Yeah. So good. my issue, like as I'm reading through the menu, there's a lot of words on there. I I didn't know. There's a lot. They're, they're just food words. Well, yeah, but there are things I I didn't have no, any idea what I was getting myself into. Words like aioli, Google, which is apparently is. 
a fancy term for mayonnaise. It's fancy mayonnaise. Yeah. That's fine. I dislike mayonnaise so much, I can't even put it on a sandwich for Katie. What? It makes You're me from get, the Midwest. It's disgusting. Well, so You're close to Minnesota. That's what so they put on everything gross. up there. That's the least white guy thing I have. They call them hot sure. dishes up there, so don't use that as your argument. Well, no, it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich if you put them, just it's bread and mayo. I mean, you put, yeah. What on are you bologna. saying? What? They, that's what they... Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Minnesota. They love their mayonnaise up there. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying don't use what Minnesotans do to justify your argument because they call things hot dishes up there. Oh, that's my oh. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought you were saying like, they just took bread and put mayonnaise on it, called it a sandwich. They do. I was bologna. like, yeah. we don't need that they state do. at all. Yeah, they do. We <laughs> could just get rid of it. <laughs> we wouldn't even give that to Canada. That's just, <laughs> that's that's just rude. <laughs> How do we move this? Can we pick it up somehow? We must have the technology, helicopters or something. Let's just get rid of that one entirely. Can we make this an island? <laughs> Dig a trench, maybe? <laughs> Let's build a wall around this. <laughs> Don't say that. A comedian got in a lot of trouble for that recently. It's too late. I already said it. Can't, Tom can't, Segura. Can't be taken back. Tom Segura. Go watch his special on Netflix. Louis, the whole state of Louisiana is at him. <laughs> anyway, a little side note. But anyway, it's so you, you, you ran into many uh, unexplored culinary territories. <laughs> you wouldn't even eat the lamb sliders. Did you finish them? Which is lamb. If no. it was literally just like... The lamb and the bun, I would have been fine with it. But there was there was that aioli crap on there. You could have smushed it onto the plate. I did. Plate. I smushed a bunch of it off of the plate onto the plate. And Booney was throwing me sideways glances the whole time I was doing it. And I was like, don't care. This is terrible. The wor- yeah, the most I did. I, I just the lamb was pretty good just as lamb, though. I picked off the peppers off our pizza. I picked the onions off I'm our not pizza. A big, I'm not a pepper guy. I don't like it. I ate all of it. If he handed me something, I ate it. Well, I did that, except for a little bit of the peppers. It was good though. That like cracker dip stuff. Which was one? Cold beef. Oh yeah. I yeah, never, the beef tartare. I never need to eat that again in my life. <laughs> I could eat that every day. <laughs> that I'm was sorry. delicious. I'm sorry, Booty. So that, that was delicious. That was the the low light of of the whole experience. Oh, it was so what? good. That, that was a was great not, way to start the meal. That was not. I wish thing. that that was an off menu item. I wish we well, could go back and look that. Well, it was off up. menu for brunch. I wish oh, we could. Yeah, it was. We should look that up because that was delicious. There was many I things in there. I think that's an on-menu item if you were there for a regular or for a different meal. Yeah, that's a great reason to go for dinner. Oh, Which I totally go for dinner. Yeah, another thing I didn't realize. Like restaurants have different menus at different yeah, times. McDonald's really, did that for a long time. Really, yeah. really different. Well, yeah. Everybody okay, so that. they have a breakfast menu. I get that, but breakfast should be all day. I'm just saying. But printer should be a thing. Oh, it's so good. Breakfast is my favorite thing. Like that. You know, next time just. Give me some steak. You know what Rubes is. He said he wanted. Oh, I know exactly what Rubes is, and that's a little rich for my blood, but it's a little expensive for what it is. Very expensive. I, I, I I feel personally insulted having to pay more to cook my own meat. If if I was gonna eat a steak with Booney, I would rather like find a grill at somebody's backyard and buy some steaks at Fairway and have ourselves a grill out. That I'm, sounds I'm like down. a much more entertaining time to me than spending Rube's money on a steak that's equally as good and I still had to make myself. We could have a 10 tents grill out. We could. I never had a housewarming party. Yes, you oh, come over. Oh, shit, son. I know. We could have a 10 tents. You have a big grill? Party. All right. Well, yeah. when it warms up, Sweet. we'll do that. Okay. Booney's invited. Definitely. For sure. He can bring the steaks. You know what? The, hi- the, <laughs> highlight of, the highlight of that whole deal for me was finding out his daily. Oh, yeah. He's got a... Jag XJ12 from what did he say? What year did he say it was? Like a 90 or 2000? 2000, 2001? 90s? I don't maybe, know. Maybe, it was, I don't know. It was a Ford Jag. 
Yeah, 2001-ish, let's say. But it was Jaguar. a long wheelbase. XJ12 long wheelbase. It was sick. So good. Oh, so cool. Robbie's got it pulled up on the... It was rad. It's very... Super rad. It's very... What color was this? It was like a... Tannish color yeah, gold. Not, yeah, but that red. long wheelbase. Look how long that rear door is. Damn. Damn. It's presidential. So much access to the rear. For the children. For the children. For the children. And he said the best part is they love the fold-down tables. There's trays and stuff. Tray tables. <laughs> he said they love it. It's great. He's like, it's a perfect... Do you have no idea how nice that would be for little kids, though? Oh, yeah. To have that little tray there to put stuff on? That'd be great. He said Smart. it works great. He had the baby seat back there and everything. I'll bet the it's, toddler seat. I don't know I'll what bet it it's super awesome to drive. That's comfy. So smooth. Smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So smooth. It's probably not. You're, you're probably not passing a whole lot of gas stations. No. With that V12, <laughs> but life, it's pretty sick. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. But you get to tell people you have a V12, Jack, right? A V12 Jack says something. Which now you know, thanks to the Grand Tour, is it probably ticked up in value? Yeah, exactly. It's probably worth a whole bunch ago. of money now. He's talking about, oh, I got a great deal on this. And you can probably sell it now. He said he was going to drive into the ground, though. As he, he should. Loved, I don't see why he wouldn't. No. He said it's been, it's been a good car. Knock on wood. I right. really wish that made me even more upset about the fact that I didn't buy that long wheelbase V8 Jag I did in the yeah, very boy. first Craigslist Challenge we white ever on, did. White like, on white. A year and a half ago. Yeah, or whatever that was. was. That was pretty cool. It made it was, me even more sad that I didn't buy it because it was such a cool car. It was. Depreciation's hard on those Jags. Yes, it is. He said it was like like modern day would have been like a $98,000 car or something when like it was, that. Yeah, it was new. Yeah, well, I think he said when it was new, whatever year that was, 2000, it was like eighty six grand or something crazy yeah. like that. No, That's I thought it was nuts, 60s, man. But yeah, crazy money. It's nowhere near that now. No. <laughs> Depreciation. Depreciation's hard crazy. on Jags, real hard on Jags. So anyway, Luxury cars in general. True. Very true. Because Phaetons are ridiculously cheap these days too, so. Check out Booney's website, factorfabrication.com. He's got it back up and running again. It's back. He's got all his he stuff up there. Unhacked. Those are his legs right there in that shot. Is that his legs? I'm pretty sure Probably. it's his legs. We're going with I'd it. recognize Proof those legs anywhere. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird, Robbie. Just deal <laughs> with it. It's supposed to be. It's Don't supposed to be weird. Call it out. It makes it weirder. Uh, he's a great fabricator. He's a great dude. Um, it's not a bash bar. You can see no. no it's, not. it's a table. <laughs> it's a table. Yeah. It's an octagon table. It's a very small picture I'm looking at. I'm sorry. Um, he's got a lot of cool stuff on his website. Check it out. Like I said, great fabricator. He can do a lot of different things. Um, we went to Eatery A to see all of his all the different skills that he has, and they put a lot of work in into that place. And yeah, Robbie's playing a video here where you can see some of the Booney. some of the unique sanding, un- unique things that they can lighting do. Lighting fireworks. So. <laughs> Lighting welding. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I'm mildly jealous. Well, I'm not mildly jealous. I'm extremely anyway. jealous that he can weld and do woodworking. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. But, Master uh, fabricator. Cool yep. All right. Should we do our topic for this week? I would love to. Thanks for that positive attitude, Robbie. I'm positive okay. it's going to be a good episode. Okay, great. I'm, it's the kind I'm, of attitude we need. I'm Robbie. pumped that you have that attitude. But- it's my jam. Okay, this week, <laughs> what we're doing what? is... Uh, I used that pun on uh, this weekend, so I tried to bring it back. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I'm following you now. Anyway, this week, what we're doing is uh, Petrolhead-themed vacations. The original idea, I don't know if you guys stuck with it or not, but the original idea was that each of the three of us are in very different uh, points in our life, kind of. I have a family. Ravi is a couple. As far as we know, a couple families. No, good work, Robbie. <laughs> no, Where's said, your other family located? Said, Rob- <laughs> not on the podcast. Come on, man. Hey, we said not to talk 
about this. Listen, Damn, nothing Robbie nothing is personal a on the podcast. Is a couple, not has a couple. A couple of families. Yeah. A couple of families. And for as Robbie. far as we know, Robbie's broken shit. So. Yeah, I moved to Utah and I got a Mormon family. <laughs> Thanks. Robbie flies in every week. It's impressive, Robbie. I don't know how you pull that off, but uh, they're all very successful. They pay for everything. They pay for the whole smart, thing. Smart. It's it's impressive. That's yeah. cool. It's four hundred one k's off the charts. It's unbelievable. Amazing. I'm a couple apparently. Okay. So so that was kind of the idea. Oh, we have three diff- different, very different kinds of vacations on different travel styles. Basically. Roughly similar budgets. I'll be yeah. honest. I didn't follow that. No. Not well. I mean, two out of the three for sure would fit just fine for that. I you came up with three no. vacations. Yeah. No, you were just supposed to come up with like you, you got three. like a, a vacation that you and Jess would go on. Oh, I got two for that. That's fine. That'll work. So that was that was yeah, the idea. Good. That'll work perfectly. Yeah, it's fine. So, who wants to get started? Then I've got two that I'm going to go through, I and I just wanted to. Mine is odd. I just wanted to point out, like, what if you if you really want to dig into travel and do something fun? There's there's a lot of different options out there. So I wanted to show. A vacation you could go on that would be an interesting experience that was actually cheaper and it's international than a domestic vacation. So I kind of want that's the dichotomy that's with mine. Yeah, it is kind of weird. An international but mine, vacation that was cheaper. Yeah, because of, I looked up and it, one of my options international that I didn't even post because it got really expensive really quickly. So yeah, it's just all about how you want to travel and all that fun stuff or I what had, you want to do. Yep, I had three types where one would be like spectating okay one would be participating and one would be more leisure that's fair since i had the assumption that i was taking my family yes i had to find a place that would appease them a little bit and still be petrol heady and it kind of had to be a spectating deal yeah see that's where it starts getting getting weird for sure if you wanted to fly much of anywhere right and my assumption on this is that I wouldn't do this for like probably at least two, three years. Logan would need to be more than two years old to do any sort of long term. Oh, you're you're not one of the families that takes your uh, one year old to Disney World. No, for the same reason okay. I don't go out to eat anymore. <laughs> I don't take my child on airplanes. No, I get it. I'm I just get. not. I hated that guy when I didn't have a child, and so I refuse to be that guy now that I do. I would have. And I've had to deal with that child on international flights. I would have an extreme, yeah, I know. I would have an extreme panic attack for like an entire day about bringing an infant on a plane and what. I guess not really an infant, but still, I wouldn't want to. Just do a it. young kid, though. I just, I just feel. I don't so know, they'd I've, be miserable, and everyone around them. Yeah, is that's the other thing. Your kid's miserable too. That's why they're upset. Yeah, so. it's an accomplishment if I can keep him seated for a meal. Yeah, plane. Let alone a twelve-hour <laughs> flight across the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, people do weird things. Right. But who wants to get started? I can. Since want. Robbie has the longest list, yeah, we can let him go three, first. He's going to have the most. Robbie data. always outdoes. He like, does way over. He's going to have data. Things, he's going to have travel statistics. He's probably going to have look up owners manuals this week. Too. Not this week. Did oh, you look? Okay. Do you have the crime statistics for where you're going? Yeah, but I didn't. The I didn't. nearest <laughs> hospital and police station. Do you have that information as well? Uh, yeah, and then emergency uh, contacts. The, 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 the transfer or the. Currency change, exchange rate. I got that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, I do have that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. We Robert. Guess. And he has a spreadsheet just like I do. Yep. So the first one would be my spectating one. Okay. This is I did not. My flight only includes one human. Okay. So you could double that for two humans. But you can get these VIP packages for the Isle of Man TT race. 
and they're between twenty five hundred and fifty eight hundred dollars. So they're I me. Mean, they're not cheap. Ooh. There's cheaper ways of going about this. So what do I get as a VIP that I don't get as a normal ticket, like a general admission or whatever that term? Let's be. look at the packages. Because, like, do I? So Isle of Man is is a. I mean, it's a long race. Yeah, it's like four days of racing. Well, I mean, the race itself. Yeah. The, the distance they cover for the race is a long way. So is there like taxis that take me to different places or? Yes. What's a VIP get me? So VIP package one, which is the cheaper one, that is twenty five hundred. Oh nope, here this one twenty three eighty nine. VIP package two, you get uh, four nights in the Rutland Hotel, breakfast. Ooh, that's with housing. Mm, that's yes. not as bad then. Uh, round trip transfers for your airplane or um, to and from the airport. Ooh, five day unlimited uh, public transport, so you can go anywhere. Damn. Uh, VIP preview evening where you get a appearances in the guest VIP suite. Um, you get to go to you get grandstand tickets. Okay. Uh, MotoGP Mad Sunday lunch. Uh, main grandstand mad tickets. Sunday. It's Mad Sunday, bro. It's not mad just any Sunday. Shit's wild, it's son. Mad Sunday. Yeah. You okay. uh, also get to tour the TT circuit by bus. That that would be kind of interesting. And you get an official TT souvenir program plus Moto lanyard. Ooh, lanyard. And a goodie bag. Ooh. Ooh, who doesn't love a good goodie bag? All you gotta do is add flights. That's when you when you put it that way. Twenty five hundred dollars isn't it, it, it? It's not so bad. It's not cheap, but it, no. it get you get a fair amount. And is you, that U.S. You, money dollars? Yeah, I think okay. they're in U.S. money dollars. And then you can spend fifty seven eighty nine for the more expensive one. That's basically everything. So you get uh, is it seven the same day place you get to stay at then? Palace Hotel and Casino. So no, it's nine days at the Palace Hotel and Casino. Well, there you go. So that just sounds fancy. Yes. So that was my uh, spectating one. I like that. Did you get some flights for that? Yeah. Flights would, would be about 2,500 bucks from okay. Des Moines. Really? That's, I think that's a lot of changes to get to there, to get to, uh, it depends Isle of on, Man. Yeah. Oh. The, the best one I could do, which is right around 2,500 bucks was 14 hours of flight. And I think it was two stops. Or you could do 48 hours Two of... Two stops to get to Isle of Man. I think so. But if, I, I, I had a bunch of different options. I just can you, rounded it can out. Can you even fly to that island? Or do you have to boat from the nearest I major think, island? I think you can get there. Because I don't think I, it's a very big place, is it? They probably put you on a little jumper. Puddle jumper. Send you over, yeah. yeah, send you over there. Of course, they probably got something set up for this weekend. I mean, shit, how many people go in there for a this? Lot. Yeah, that like a million. Well be. Yeah, and this, this was for that weekend. So that was $2,500 just for your plane ticket. Round trip, yeah. Hmm, that's pretty expensive. Yeah. And maybe that's just what it costs to go to Isle of Man. I don't know. Because I know, because my ticket was way cheaper. I found a sale. We'll get into mine in a minute. Yeah, that's fine. But when I was going back and forth to the UK pretty regularly, you could get it down to 1300 going to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were... Is that round trip? Yeah. If you bought okay. it at the right point, you there, could get it down to 1300 There was one on that weekend for 1300 but it took 48 hours Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, Damn, son. I had four stops. And so you went from Des Moines. Like 10-hour layovers or what? I, I, I didn't look into it. I was like, 40, nope. Sorry. Yeah. Is that one of those deals where like I could drive from here to New York and get on the plane in half the time it would take for me to fly from here to New York? And- yeah, it's, it's that type of setup. It would, yeah, it would have been awful. Yeah. yeah. So five grand, you could, do, you could do nine days at the Isle of Man. No, this would have been... Five days. Five days. Six days. Five Six, nights. Six, okay. So five night, five overnights, Isle of Man TT for five grand. That's not that bad yeah. for two people. 
No, you'd, you'd have to double Just it one for, person. Oh, yeah, double yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, double okay. it for two people, so five grand a person. It's like 25 for the ticket, and... Yeah. Okay, yep. yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So. What else, Rabbi? Uh, this would be the uh, participation one. Okay. Let's do the pricing first. It's the Bondurant Racing School Forza Motorsport Grand Prix Road, Grand Prix Road Racing Package. Ooh, almost, <laughs> I almost chose this, but I, I seriously remembered that you wanted to do this, so I yep. chose and I, otherwise. Again, I also went with like the top level most expensive one because it's i'm on vacation damn it and i'm gonna go with right. the robbie's this, here to burn money this is a fantasy robbie I, doesn't spend money robbie's spending some money this weekend i'm burning it all <laughs> i'm going home with nothing but uh the package itself is a uh, four day you get i think it's the hellcat and then you also get the mo- the open wheel too bad. yeah so it's why do they give you a hellcat yeah, it's a challenge. Because Dodge pays uh, for it. No, you no, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's the uh, SRT Challenger, not the, not the Hellcat. Anyways, isn't yeah, no, no. the Viper's not an option anymore. I know. I suppose they used to be CTSVs. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, Cadillac they, used to sponsor Bondurant. Okay. Well, I mean, that would have been sweet. There, I found a webpage that had like thirteen different driving schools, and they all had different things that were cool about it. I just went with Bondurant because Bondurant's cool. It's a known. Yeah. But you could do so. two days with the Dodge uh, Challenger, and then you do two days with the open wheel. I think it's Mazda's. So then oh, it's, yeah. It's a four-day event. Um, costs 5500 bucks. A flight from Des Moines to Phoenix is 550 bucks. Rental cars you know, for five days would be like 500 bucks, And then the hotel would be all 600 So a grand total of 7150 And then if you want to have two people do it, add another 5500 on that. Well, if you, if you and Jess went... I don't know that she would probably participate in the Bondurant shenanigans. She might. Maybe she should. Yeah. Maybe she I would she enjoy herself. Absolutely should. I think we should spend that kind of money on a 350Z and then have her come fully support this racing habit of mine. I have tried many, many times to get Katie in the driver's seat of my car in autocross. I think that she would enjoy it if she would just do it. And I would love to see more females out there participating. Heck yeah. I think they would enjoy it more. I think the problem is uh, stigma. Yeah. Stigma? Yeah. Probably. I almost am afraid how much she might actually enjoy it. Like, yeah. I'll never get to drive your car it again? It might be a problem. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, that looks good. So, so what, what was the grand total on that one, just again? Seventy-one fifty for a single person. So, again, here, staying in the States, uh, it's two grand more than the uh, Isla Man TT, yep. but it's a different experience. Yeah, obviously. so 5500 for the four-day. Gotcha. If you're already there, you might as well do four days. Yeah, for the price difference, three days is 48. So, yeah. So it's not a huge difference. Okay. So well, do you come out of that with a competition license or anything like not that? Not that class or that uh, program. Those because other, I know that there's other programs those are you options, do. like with the old Skip Barber, it's something else now. I can't even remember what yeah. the name is. But. Uh, the one in Brainerd, too, it's a, I think it's a four, three or four-day course. You can walk out with a competition license. This isn't that one, but you could definitely do that. Okay. I mean, there's – I wonder if this is the same one. No. No. Anyways, but yeah, there's a bunch of different racing schools. I mean, this is just in my. I think this is the most expensive one. So I mean, there's right. Much, it probably is much cheaper options out there. And where is this in Arizona? This one's in. Uh, He's got his own little complex. Yeah, it's it's oh. it's, 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 it's by Phoenix. What's okay, it called? so you fly yeah, into Phoenix then. Chandler, Chandler, Arizona. Chandler. Okay. Yeah, so if you want the most expensive racing school, Bondurant's right there. Interesting, Bob. Bob Bondurant. Okay. And Let's- then this is my more leisure one. This is a weird. I found a cool site. While doing this, and it's called uh, scroll all the way up, uh, JapanCarCulture.com. Oh boy! You can uh, 
It's just this website. You just join it, and they they don't you don't buy anything off of it. You just like a membership, and it's somebody has put together these itineraries so you could go there on certain weekends or weeks or whatever, and then you can hit a bunch of different uh, Japanese car culture things, and then it's also still like a leisure thing because obviously they're spaced out, right? But then they'll also, as part of the website, they will have like beginner's guides to like learning Japanese, the culture differences. Um, what to expect, where to find things, um, shops that'll let you tour them, shit like that. So I went through this itinerary and kind of broke it out a little bit because I don't have any pricing, so I didn't pay to be on it. But roughly, for this 12 nights in Japan, if I follow the itinerary that they had, fly to Tokyo, $1,300 per ticket. You can rent a uh, G- R34 GTR <laughs> for... yes. I don't know what the Japanese currency is. Yen. 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 You can you can rent a Skyline GTR R33 for nine thousand yen. What was that like three dollars? Eighty two dollars a day. Jesus. That's so you could get an R wow. an R34 GTR Skyline for seventeen thousand. So that's like not quite two hundred dollars a day. One hundred fifty dollars a day. That's crazy. Yeah. So for twelve days you rent that. I got that on here. So my GTR rental is about $1,000 for 12 days. Okay. That's probably not even that wildly out of range for a normal car here in the States. No. Would you say $80-some dollars a day? It was $82. Nah, that's totally like just a regular some regular old car, not even a Tahoe or anything. Yep. Right. Like a Kia Spectra. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yep. And then uh, this the one I picked was when they do the, uh, the R's meet. It's like the GTRs and stuff okay. at the Fuji Raceway. Oh, okay. So you'd be there, and that's free. So you just go to the th- go to the event. You can watch everything. There's a bunch of vendors. Um, so during the 12 days, you would basically tour Japan in your GTR. Okay. And then also they have the itinerary set up, so you could go and tour these shops like Top Secret and uh, a couple other ones that they listed. So like I'm sure you could find mines, uh, the Toyota um, facilities available to be toured, so stuff like that. So you could... If you follow the itinerary have, to a, a T. A lot of those manufacturers have like heritage museums and stuff like yep. that. Yep. So that would so. all be available. Um, so yeah, if you just go through it, 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 they break it down day by day of things you could do. So like two days of sightseeing in Tokyo, um, road trip to Mount Fuji. Then you got, this would be last year, September September 10 was the R's meeting at the Fuji Speedway. And then sightseeing around Fuji on the on the 11th. Um, then you do a fun, fun drive up... Uh, like the back hills of by Fuji, like where everyone drifts and stuff, and then uh, more sightseeing, and then they do the, uh, um, what's it called, the Idler's uh, track day, so you could meet. The, oh, that's oh. like uh, I can't think what that's called. RWB Porsche guys. Yes, mm. that's exactly what that is. That'd be pretty cool. So then, just to see those, put all that together. Shop tours are free. Plus my sushi budget of about fifteen hundred dollars. Jesus Christ, what are you doing? <laughs> I gotta make sure I have a enough budget. You're spending over a hundred dollars a day on sushi. <laughs> when in Japan You know this is how Jeremy Piven got mercury poisoning, right? When in Japan, you have to eat all the sushi. Jeez. A, you right. have to eat a, a blowfish then, right? Yeah, that's part of the fifteen hundred dollar budget. Wow. That's probably half of it. Can you even spend that much money in Japan I on wanted, food? I wanted to make sure I had enough money for sushi. For how many people? <laughs> you realize this is a joke. It's like over the top, I get that, but that's crazy, Roddy. <laughs> just, just wanted to put it out there that wasn't I wasn't being 100 serious okay, on my right. sushi budget. Okay, that's fine. Define but even with my thousand fifteen hundred dollar sushi budget, it's only a f- less than a five thousand dollar five thousand dollar trip for twelve nights in Japan. 
twelve. Gr- granted, I lowballed the shit out of it. Yeah, I, you're you're doing I this on the cheap. I did, well, and I didn't take into account all the other expenses that it would incur, like gas of the car. Oh, um, sure. You know, insurance on the car, hotels probably higher than twelve hundred bucks, stuff like that. But sure, okay. Fair souvenirs. Enough. Interesting though. It's uh, what's name that website again? If you didn't say JapanCarCulture.com, because people should check that out. It's pretty. Yeah, cool. it's, it does it's, sound really cool. It's cool that she put all that. To, like, it's a girl that runs it, and she, like, she, I think she's over there, and that's what she does. She has this website. She's like a journalist, I think. She seems like a real journalist, so she's okay yeah. with us. So you just you just become with the gosh, don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, you just join the website and you can like read through th- these guides that. Uh, teach you how to behave when you're in Japan. That's pretty cool. I'm going to check that out later because that's legit. Because I found it. I'm like, oh, this would be great. Just, what, you know, what's the price on this? And then realize, oh, wait, no, this is literally just a guide for you to take still, it and that's ru- take it battle. And, yeah, take it and oh, that's with. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm like, man, going to Japan would be cool because I see pictures of, like, Travis, for instance, going to Japan. Right. Uh-huh. And you're like, I don't even I don't even know where to start with this. Right. Like, I could yeah. go to Japan, but then what do I do when I get or, there? Like, you watch... Mighty Carmons, yeah, they're there like every other Monday. Yep, it's just like I don't even. What know. do I do it looks now? Awesome, but yeah, yeah. Where do I go? Well, yeah, yeah and then I'm, you know, I'm sure there's little things that you wouldn't think of, but like the culture differences. That's a a big thing. So, there's think. at least three articles that she's written that are just you know how to behave and not be an, a typical yeah how to not be a dumb American in Japan. Perfect. So do you think if you did this, do you think you'd like run into people like oh yeah I'm here from. Japan car culture too. It's, yeah, it's not, there's like forums that you can be on. It sounds like you can do, um, you can meet, like if you go on the forums, you can meet up with people that are either living there or are doing it at the same time. See, that would be kind of cool. So too. It's, kinda, it's she's trying to build a community. I'm not sure how big it is. I think their Facebook actually had a decent number of people on it. Like, yeah. Or their Instagram or something. But I'm looking into that for sure. That's I, pretty I cool. thought it was really cool. I like it. I definitely want to go to Japan. Which is funny because out of the other two ones, which are my other two picks, are. Sound like an awesome trip. This actually, yeah. I was most, most excited about planning this out. Like, yeah, I would I'd really I would, do this. I would choose this. as much as I want to do TT. I would probably choose that instead because I think that that you'd be like, this is the end all. Like, this is the craziest point of my life. You know, I think that'd be more memorable because uh, yeah. you see so much more. Yeah, and, I, and I, you're I, not confined to one place. No, I could also package this as a honeymoon. <laughs> okay, you could yes. do that. She, she's not gonna have any of it, but I you could, could like theory, maybe throw one or two things in, in theory, there. Theory, I could know? throw this together and be like, "How do you feel about going to Japan for twelve days?" Huh? Tell you, oh, we're gonna go on a mountain drive, yeah. and we're gonna go see museums. And girls love that kind of stuff, right? You don't have to tell her that cherry it's, blossoms. Just say cherry yeah, blossoms. Cherry blossoms. You don't, you don't have to tell her blossoms. that it's the Toyota Racing Heritage Museum. Actually, I told her that there was a. You know, he, like a, I think it's like ten days in Thailand or something on Groupon for like eight hundred bucks. It's crazy cheap. <laughs> yeah, something about that doesn't seem right, Rabbi. I'm like, oh, we should I've go. Heard some things about Thailand. I'm not sure. I feel that's just Bangkok. That. You stay away from Bangkok. Oh, okay, okay. Anyways, well, that's my three. I think Japan uh, is the way. Japan's to go. pretty sick. Do you want to go next, Adam? I don't care. Whatever. Go ahead. Bobby's, go Bobby's ahead, leading the show right now. Frankly, uh, so. Adam, you go. All right. So uh, I just did one, which is. Uh, the family thing. This is a trip I would legitimately really, really like to do and may end up actually doing. So what it is is uh, a trip to the 24 Hours of Daytona, which, conveniently enough, is almost literally happening right now if you're listening to this <laughs> as the show comes out. Yep. So um, uh, I started with airplane tickets. Uh, I just 
Expedia this because yeah, just ballpark it. Yeah, so I'm sure if I spent some time, I could probably find cheaper ones. But uh, I bundled the car rental, the hotel, and the plane ticket all together on Expedia, and it was between five and six hundred dollars per person. Okay. Well, it was just here. I said five sixty three, and then now it refreshes. Right. So yeah, sorry whole, about that. They have a whole list of them. But oh, there it is. Right there. Yeah, the five to six hundred. That was the one I kind of chose because I thought that one looked like a decent hotel, but also wasn't mind-bogglingly expensive because yes. you could get very expensive hotels in Daytona Beach, Florida. Yep. So did so, you search this for this weekend or did you search it for like 2019? Uh, the flight plan is for 2019. Okay. I was wondering maybe if your hotel would be no, cheaper. No, the flight plan is for 2019. Okay. So that was what I did on itinerary on. Based okay. On. Uh, but the ticket pricing, I don't know. You know. That might change from year to year for Daytona, sure. but I just went off of this year's ticket pricing for Daytona. For the race itself, how much is a ticket? Uh, so there's a packages there. Um, Twelve and under are free. So oh. cha ching. Uh, and a vi the the VIP tickets, which get you pit passes and stuff like that, start at like a hundred and five bu- bucks a person. No kidding. Which I thought was wow. That's is that per day or just the whole weekend? No, that was like a four day package. You could go and watch testing. Whoa. You could go and watch qualifying. You could go and watch the race four days. Hmm. Yeah, four, I, four day risk. My flight, bucks. my flight to and from were six days apart. So I have four days of track things I can do and two days to, you know, do the touristy family Daytona Beach stuff. So uh just out of curiosity, I I mean, so because I've heard like people talk, about, oh, it gets cold in Daytona, right? At night, what? like at night, you're out there at, like two o'clock in the morning. It's kind of chilly. Probably right 50. now, it's it's 52 degrees in Daytona Beach. Florida. How do they survive down yeah, there? I don't know. They must just be icicles, frankly. Man. So uh, today was a high of 67 with a low of 47. So I think I'd be all right. You'll be all right, probably. However, that being said, I don't think you're going to spend a whole lot of time in the water. No, no. this is not. It's like not a good time of season. year for swimming season. That would definitely be cold. Yeah. yeah, but it'd still be kind of fun to run around on the beach, and I'm sure there's plenty of touristy things to do in Daytona. I don't know what exactly. I frankly didn't even look into it I feel it like you're closely. pimping this up a little bit, and you want absolutely nothing to do with the beach, which we have ed- evidence no, to I suggest that you do not. things yes. because I hate water with a like, livid passion. That's the best part. I hate water so much. I love the water. Water's terrible. So water's great, but water's, it's Water's good for two things. So bathing, we- drinking. Not swimming, not washing shirts, apparently. Leisuring, <laughs> I'm bathing. Remember, yeah, just, yeah, being, exactly. just being around it. No, it's, it's relaxing. What's odd is that I'm absolutely fascinated by the things that live in it. Yeah, like, but I absolutely hate it at the same. You time. wouldn't, you wouldn't do scuba or snorkeling in it. That's what you're saying. Actually, I probably would do that. You think you would? Yeah, I would really like to do that. You well, well, like, couldn't do that now. Eight-year-old me was going to be an oceanographer, despite the fact that I don't like swimming. So there was an issue there, but eight-year-old me didn't care. You'll right. Figure, you'll figure out right. the details right. Yeah, that's, later. That was future Adam's That's problem. adult Adam's problem. Right, exactly. Adults know everything, so it'll be so fine. So that was, that was like my life's goal, was to be an oceanographer for yeah. whatever reason. We should, we, should still, we, should, we, should, Iowa. we should have an Adam's oceanography weekend. We take you to the to the, the beach. Why do you think he likes going to the zoo so much? Yeah. I yeah, know, but we should take Why you down to like the, the zoo. We could do like a... Like a reef dive thing, we could get you an underwater camera. Man, it'd be I sweet. would do that. I would love to. My least favorite part about the uh, scuba diving thing or the Have snorkeling thing, yeah. Oh, but you're out there for like a couple hours, and by the time I got done with the whole bobbing in the ocean thing, I was ready to puke. I don't want to snorkel. 
No, I want a scoop. I, I, should, I, scoop. I only snorkel. Snorkel. There'd be, snorkel. There would be like a 50% chance I would die if I went snorkeling. Yeah. Because I'm for sure I would suck water down that too. Yeah, for sure. It's not that. Well, it's, it, you're more buoyant in the salt water. That's okay. Fair enough. That is true. I, yeah, I've and you have, and you have life jackets. I've never been stuff. that deep in salt water. I've been up to like my knees in the ocean once or twice. Man. But. All right, 10 tenths goes to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go see Kevin anyway. Yeah. See anywhere near the ocean? Uh, can Kevin, can Kevin really? meet us in Miami? In, in Iowa mileage terms, is anywhere yeah. in Florida not near the ocean? He's super close to the ocean, Robbie. He's, he's you know. Just hop because, in the car and let's because go. Because to us, like when you live in Iowa, getting in a car and driving, you know, 250 miles to something is not a big deal. But to some people, that's, an, that's a road trip. But yeah. to me, that's like a slow Sunday. I literally just did that to go get some wheels. Right. Yeah. And no, talk but to like, Bert. That's yeah. a, hey, Bert, what's up? That's a thing for some people. Yeah, it is. So, like, it's nothing to us. In our terms, because we're so spread out here. Yeah. So, in our terms, is anywhere in Florida every, not every, close to the ocean? Everywhere in Florida is close to the ocean. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh, you're in Florida? How's the ocean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? No, I can't even see the water. <laughs> you kidding me? Why are you even living there? Stand up. Jesus. Yeah. What are you doing? Get on top of your house. It's got to be right there, right? <laughs> can't be that far away. You should be able to see it from both directions. <laughs> Why do you even live on a peninsula? It's I thought the earth was flat. I'm confused. You should be able to see the water. <laughs> but uh, Daytona is just like a, a bucket list race for me. I, I absolutely because I, I want to go to I want to go to a big 24 hour race, and Le Mans just not realistic. It's not reasonable, right? No, so. Daytona is very reasonable though. It'd be interesting right. to know what it would cost to do Le Mans though. Like, I almost looked it up. I thought about looking it up. I looked up World Time Attack because that's my other like bucket list got to do race. Yeah, and tickets were two two grand a or flight tickets and uh, hotel were was two grand a person. So, which got really bad when you'd taken three people. If I'm understanding that correctly, if you wanted to do that by yourself, that'd be like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I mean, you got I got the lemon. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't have any. You didn't have anything in there for food. I didn't have a budget for food. But okay. let, like, let's be realistic. It's only four days, and you're at the track for a lot of it. How much can it possibly be? It won't be that much. But if you go to, especially uh, if you're being mindful of it, right? Motosporttravel.com is where I got my package for the uh, um, Isle of Man. Yeah. They also have packages for uh, like Formula One, uh, MotoGP, IndyCar. A good word, Goodwood, Goodwood, uh, 24 right hours of Le Mans. Lamar right there. Here's the, the 24 hour Lamar. You could do the packages for 1200 per person all the way up to. And that's Ruben Board again? Yeah, this is the same, basically the same packages as the uh, the one I had earlier. That so, like, it's about two grand, hour, two grand a person. Dang, that's that outrageous to me. That's cheap. Yeah, four nights around uh, the 24 hour uh, Lamar. Huh. Just, just your flights then? Yeah, basically. Hmm. Flights and food would be the only thing you need to take care of after you bought this. Cool. So, motorsporttravel.com. Check that out. Was that it, Adam, for your uh, uh, your travel? Yeah, I don't really. I mean, beyond like, you, I mean, looking into what this will do for you, but it is what it is. Everybody knows what you can do at a racetrack. Yeah, you should. So, you oh, should yeah. know. I want to do that one. That one really a good cool one. to me. It's and I, th- I think that's something, because going to Florida, I think that's something I could actually get by the significant other. Well, you picked the worst state to try to sell somebody on. Florida. Nah. <laughs> you can probably be like, oh, Florida sounds fun. That the sounds beach. Nice. Let's go to the beach. Yeah. It's cold here. You know, I don't need to tell her that it's only 60 degrees and you're not going to get in the water. That's fine. That's fine. She can Detail. put her feet She'll in figure the sand. It'll, She'll yeah. figure out when she gets there. It'll be yeah. fine. It's, it's it's, you'll be able to smooth just it sit, over. Yeah, sit in the sand next to the water. Just, it's, it's just as good. It's just as good. Yeah. yeah. Let's do mine real quick. I yeah. got two. My first one. Oh, hold on. 
I peeked at yours a little bit before I came here. Mine? You got your spreadsheet? I could not believe the price difference. Yeah, so this is crazy. So Goodwood Festival of Speed. I tried to do this as cheaply as possible, and I have, as I've mentioned, traveled in the UK quite a bit, so I kind of know how to get around there. So basically what you'd be looking at to do Goodwood, it's it's in July. So I, I priced it like I was doing it uh, for this year. But basically, um, I'm trying to pull up that spreadsheet too here. Sorry about that. I but, didn't want to price my flight out for this year because then I would have been buying tickets for three days from now. And yeah, that, and that, good. that, 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 that would make That would have skewed it really radically. So that's why <laughs> I went for 2019. No, it makes perfect So for sense. the event, I didn't use Robbie's website, which maybe they'd have a better deal. Maybe they wouldn't. But to do the event for four days, um, you know, Goodwood Festival of Speed is an expensive event. Um, and I chose, it's not a VIP package, but it was, it was like one tier up in the packaging. Um, so you're there for four days, you get grandstand access, which on some of those you don't, which I think you want grandstand access cause then you can see the track or see the road or whatever you want to call it, hill climb. the hill climb. So I think that's important. Um, this one would be important. Shelter for when it rains. Um, <laughs> it doesn't rain in England. It's never, <laughs> it actually has never rained in England at all, so it's actually a desert. But uh, So you'd, you'd want that, and then it comes with a, an earpiece so you can hear the announcer, which would be good for the hill climb. Totally makes sense. they have an app and stuff that you can use to follow along with what's going on and stuff like that, too. So, so that would be an option as well. But for that, after the conversion, uh, would be $413 to do four days. Okay. So, and then to do um, the flight and hotel I have listed there, I I think this was a special deal. I probably couldn't even find this again if I wanted to. Uh, but at the time when I looked it up, I was gonna f- I was trying to figure out a way to fly in there and get as close to Goodwood as possible. So to do that, you fly into Gatwick. So I think the la- the layover was in. Um, I know. I think you fly from JFK directly to Gatwick which is probably why it's cheaper because you're not flying through Heathrow. And to do that, plus to stay at a place called the Nags Head. Which is so English, I can't <laughs> yeah, it's even get Yeah, super it. English. <laughs> they serve bangers and mash and fish, fish and chips and nothing else. All the beer is room temperature. Right. And flat. In pints. And uh, so that basically that package to do that was $1,900. So that would be the flight and the hotel. That's But this is hotel. I mean, this is like a really English... Is it a hostel? No. <laughs> no. Totally different. It's it's like a... I don't even know what they call it exactly in, in the UK, but it's like a, it's just like a big house. Do you get your own room, you think? Yeah, you get your own room. It's I think it's actually a public house. I think that's actually what it is. But you okay. get your own room. You know, there's a pub, you know, a bar underneath and all that stuff. So it's a very English thing to do. That's part of the experience. I think yeah, that'd I be... I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. I'd like to... I think it, that would be if they were like you could stay anywhere over here. I'd probably like yeah. I would. I'll do this. this Twenty-two cool. year old me would probably enjoy it a lot more than thirty year old me would, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then I threw in about four hundred dollars for local transport because Gatwick is forty-seven miles from Chichester, which is where the Nags Head is, and um, Goodwood is an estate, so it's kind of like its own thing there. So you, you you don't stay in Goodwood. You got to stay somewhere else. And you, I, Chichester was the biggest place nearby, so that's where I found the Nags Head. Um, and then I threw in about <laughs> such a ridiculous. It's name. a great name I for love a hotel. It so much. I, yeah. And then I threw in about two hundred eighty dollars for food, just based on what I used to spend when I was out there. So that was. What about all the sushi? I don't think you got to. 
I don't think you go to Chichester for sushi. Or if you're going to eat fish in England, it's not going to be It's going to be battered, fried. <laughs> and delicious. And with, with uh, fries. Yes. Chips. Oh, definitely chips. No fries. As they say. No, just, they are fries, Robbie. They I know, I know, I know, chips. but they're calling chips. So you eat that straight for four days. But So anyway, that's a four, I mean, realistically, you're probably gone six days of doing all that travel and all that nonsense, but it's three grand. Yeah. So that would be, that'd be a lot of fun. It's not that expensive, and it'd be a really crazy experience, I think. I think that'd be really be a lot of fun. Yeah. So you chose the Festival of Speed over the Revival? I did. Did you look at that and make that conscious decision or I think if I had if I could do it twice, I would do the Festival of Speed and then I would do the Revival. I think I just need to get the Festival of Speed out of my system and then I may enjoy the Revival more but. I think we've debated this before like which one would I rather go to and I really have a hard time making that decision this to me is is like one tier above the revival in my mind for some reason so I gotta knock this one out first and then I'd go do the other one I think the revival would be more fun but the festival of speed I want to see more because yeah, I, yeah. I love hill climb racing in general, despite the fact that that's not really that good of a hill climb circuit. And they get wilder cars, which I'm more interested in, at the Festival of Speed. Yes. So, yeah. It'd probably both cost about three grand all in right. if you were savvy. So anyway, that's my first one. My second one, instead of picking Bondurant, which I seriously considered and then figured that Robbie would choose it and I was correct so that was good uh, I picked um, drifting classes which so when I decided to choose this I could it's this is it's still a little bit underground enough that there's not really much in the way of choices and I didn't want to go to dirtfish because they may do tarmac drifting but I, I just didn't that's not really what they're known for so I didn't want to go there would be a fun place to go to. It would be a great. It looks like a really good great time. place to go. It's just I was like, no, I want to do tarmac drifting. Right. That's what I'm looking for, and so I'm going to find a place that just does that. So Drift 101, I've heard of before, so I found that it's in Van Nuys, California. They do that at Buttonwill, right? Uh, you, is that the track? I think so. That? I think so. Does it say on there? Um, it may just be. Um, a lot of it's just skid pad. So I, I think don't, there's a skid pad at Buttonwill. Okay, so that might be where it is, but. To do a one-day drift event with a car rental, which you would have to do, it's probably advisable that you do anyway. Rent there, two forty. Um, it's a thousand dollars a day. Ooh. So, and that's for the one hundred and one class. So they're going to make you do like I think if you go watch, um, if you go on YouTube, I think it was D or not DWA. Um, Everyday Driver did this. I think that's yeah. Yeah. I think they did this exact thing. And it's, I mean, it's really, which you have to start, I mean, it's called Drift 101. So you start at the bottom and it's like really basic. So for someone with some experience that day, at the end of the day, you're probably going to be getting stuff out of it. But, you know, you may be burning the first four hours of that day, you know, not just going over the basics again. That's a hard pill to swallow at a grand a day. At $1,000 a day, it's kind of steep. And then I assume, and I, it was a little hard to tell from the website, but I think 102 is a separate package to 101. So if you want it to continue, you don't just choose the two-day package. I think you need to do Drift 101, then choose Drift 202, so it becomes no. a three-day thing. Mm, no. Are Drift, you sure? Drift 102 is a second-day class offered to students. 
Yeah, see, I I read that, and that's not how no, I interpreted it, because it calls it a two-day package. You're right. That is weird. It's it's worded really weird, so I don't know. For You'd want to definitely call them and ask them if you were going to travel there, if you do 101 and then do 102, because they made it sound like 102 is two days of more advanced driving. It's kind of confusing. Anyway, Drift 102 is $1,800. So between those two, you'd be looking at $2,800 to do 101 and 102, assuming they're separate classes. Then you'd have flight and hotel, which I found through Frontier. You'd have to go through Denver and land in LAX and then go to Van Nuys. You'd be looking at uh, just over $1,000 to do that and then staying at a place called the Airtel, Airtel Plaza Hotel which looked like an okay hotel, nothing crazy. But, so you'd be looking at a little over a grand there, plus then probably $200 to Uber around. Um, so you're looking at over four grand to do that. And what, was your, what was your Goodwood? It was 2967 So nearly double. With a lot of guesstimates, with, well, with $400 for transport and right. $280 for food, and technically a day longer. So And international. And international. Jesus. So it's a little hard to swallow that that uh, over four grand to do the Drift 101 classes. The other thing is, like, I mean, I guess we're kind of in a mildly special circumstance, but I feel like, what's it cost to do an O-Drift day? hundred bucks. Yeah. I feel like I could do 10 O-Drift days with the people we know and get at least as much, if not well more out of it. Yeah. That's two years where the O Drift Collective. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, exactly. And I think maybe that's why but this hasn't caught on. I'll bet you that consumable cost per participant is higher there than it is at Bondurant. Yeah, most likely. So yeah. There will be wrecks and there will right. be tires. Especially 102, burn. and I don't know exactly what they do in 102 because I, I read that, but I don't remember what all they said that you do. I'll bet you they blow up more motors. You know they have a Hit lot more, more walls. They have a lot more uh, destruction than they would at, at Bob Bondurant track for sure. And they so. they're they've got an S thirteen and an S fourteen. They're just KAs, and then they've got a three fifty. But you have to pay for an upgrade to use the three fifty. And then they had one. They have a BMW like a three twenty eight I. I think also a newer one. Uh, no, three twenty eight. Yeah, okay. like a. That would have been an E36. E36, I think is what it is. Either an E36 or an E43. So, yeah, there's the cars there. Robbie's got them pulled up on YouTube. Uh, 246 Hoop, Hatchback, S14, 328i, and a 350Z. Yep. Well, I guess you do kind of get one-on-one training. You're getting one-on-one training. You know, you're getting a whole day. I mean, I get it. It's it's probably equivalent cost to, you know, the Bondurant classes, but, you know, that's also Bondurant. It's a different level of prestige associated with that. <laughs> and you're working a way different level of cars too. Yeah. Yep. Um, Brand new Dodges. Yeah. And that's, and, and that, you know, you could, Oh, I did the Bob, you know, whatever class, but Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, I had to drift one one What's Say that? What now? You know, yeah. With who? So maybe, maybe at some point this will catch on more and become more mainstream. And I don't want to discount anything that drift one one is doing. I'm sure that they are excellent at what they do. It's just, uh, it's, it's expensive. You want to yep. take drift classes. It's, it's not cheap. And I didn't look up Dirtfish. Maybe that'd be, I could do that later, but I wonder what their packages would cost because, like you said, that'd be pretty fun too. Absolutely. So, anyway, those are my vacations. 
I think that's it. I think we all won. They all sound great. Let, let's be real here. We're media. We wouldn't have to buy any of this shit. Right, exactly. Let's no, make a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Goodwood will accept my media <laughs> credentials. I'm sorry, who are you? Beat it, nerd. Yeah, get out of here. You can join the general admission. Thanks. I might be able to get into Daytona. You might be able to, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But Goodwood, no. For yeah, sure. They would, they would tell you to hit the bricks. They yeah. might even tell you just not to show up. Like, yeah, why don't you just not buy a ticket either? And I don't think... I don't think Drift 101 would cut you much of a discount, if any at all. And Bob Bondra would be like, why the fuck do I care? Bob Bondra, damn it. (laughs) Get out of here, nerds. (laughs) So So anyway, you guys want to do some news? Yeah. Let's do some news. I'm running the news. I am not as snappy at transitions as Robbie used to be. Robbie was Everything is different. Robbie did it for like 80... Five episodes, probably ninety probably more episodes, than ninety-five I think, episodes. I think we only had two or three in the very beginning that didn't have news, and then Robbie started taking it over. And the, I think the very first episode we did, we just had articles of our own, and we read them. But that was the after that we got more organized. Yeah, true. So. so sorry, bear with me while I get better at the transitions, like Robbie. So Land Rover introduces a Defender with four hundred horsepower and a V eight. So this. Is an original Defender, isn't it? Well, I mean, the original in air quotes. It's the this is the one. Nothing's changed on it. You could buy this one um, a couple years ago, right? But they 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 stopped making it for a while. Yeah, and now they're making this as a limited run. Yes, yeah, they're only selling like three hundred of them, aren't they? Yeah, I think total is there's going to be two different versions of it, and I think one was going to be one fifty, and the other one was going to be one fifty. So, but it uh, it's I mean it's it looks like an old. Defender. It looks really cool. It looks sick. And it's got a 5-liter V8 in it, which is probably a Jag V8, which yeah. means it's probably a Coyote motor. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of looks that way. Yeah, and it's 400 horsepower. It's all kind of adding up to the same thing, if you know what I mean. But uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. And um, it's very expensive, though. 150,000 euro? Wasn't that exactly the opposite of what the Defender was supposed to be? Yeah, I yeah, mean, the original Defender was supposed to be an off-road vehicle. It was supposed it was to be cheap, utilitarian. utilitarian. It, had, it had like a 2.2-liter diesel that made literally 90 horsepower. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it didn't really move very well. And But this is like the G-Wagon effect, you know? Right, yeah. Um, throw some AMG badges on it, charge $200,000 for it, and let's, you know, let's sell some. Yeah, people want it. People want it. I'm sure, I'm sure there will be a guy, or there will definitely be 150 guys that go, everybody else in my neighborhood has bought the... The G63. I'm going to go out and buy the Defender, what do they call this thing? Works V8 and be different, but have something equally terrible. I would take this over a G Wagon all day. The really sad thing is. I would not. Really? Yeah, I'd rather have a. I, like, Douchey Robbie's coming out. I'd rather have a G Wagon. You'd rather bling around in your G Wagon yeah. with all that chrome and the badges and the side pipes <laughs> yeah. and all that bullshit. You yeah. would rather do that. Then drive around in this majestic, nope. S- yes, this sounds like it would rattle to death while you're driving down the highway. You don't think a G wagon does it? Less than this vehicle. I don't think the G wagons are probably especially refined. Maybe they're a lot better than they were. I'm sure they. I'm sure twenty years ago. Now, so it's a Mercedes. It can't be a complete piece of shit. Have you been in a Sprinter? <laughs> It's a new Mercedes. Yes, and they're terrible. <laughs> they are awful. <laughs> they are rattly. The engines are rattly. Everything about it's terrible. I, yeah, I, I, I would much rather have this over a yeah. G wagon. Plus, it's got that coyote in it, so you can service it. You know, you can service yeah. it anywhere. Yeah, it's fun. Have fun servicing mm-hmm. your six point 
two liter twin turbo twin or no now it's probably a four liter have fun servicing your four liter twin well, turbo when i charge. take that to the mercedes dealer they'll know what it is so i've been doing some work downtown this week and in the parking garage that we were in yesterday there was somebody that came rumbling through in an <laughs> amg g-wagon they sound really good there was a uh, i think it's the dentist over by where i go to the gym he has a e63 and yeah. he starts that thing. It like shakes the whole building. It's like, damn, dude. That and I don't think I don't think that that G wagon was modified. I just think oh, they sound. Robbie, like that. that is such bad taste, man. I Look know. at that thing. <laughs> Isn't it awful? We're looking at a G wagon. It's great. AMG G wagon. That thing is disgusting. <laughs> no, what I really want is the, the six uh, wheel drive one. right? Yeah. Oh, you six and Dan Blazarian. Six by six. That's what I want. Man, what is wrong? I feel like Robbie's changed. That was not what I would have called on the Robbie. No, he 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 literally talked about just blowing a whole bunch of money for no reason yeah. in particular. Yeah, $1,500 sushi budget? Now he's saying he wants to buy this stupid 6 by 6 This AMG would be so much fun. That there's like three of, and they're <laughs> like half a million dollars. I don't think that it's as good as you think it is. Oh, I never said it was good. Not once. I don't think it'd be that much fun. Oh, it'd be fun. I think that you'd be real pissed off when some idiot in an FJ just goes strolling right by you as you're stuck in the sand. God, I love FJs. FJs is where it's at. Your porta potty is going to be a lot cheaper than that stupid. And I'd, probably more capable. Well, probably. Okay, so I have to choose this or well, not this one, but you're going to go back to the bling task. The blinged season. one. Oh god. Or this piece of dog shit. See that? <laughs> it's understated, Robbie. Understated. Listen, it's simple. Here, Adam, here's it's the elegant. problem. Neither yeah. one of us have carbon fiber hoods now. Oh. You see where I'm going with this? That's the difference. Ah, blingy bling. Ricer. This guy over here is, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, for ricer. sure. Ricer, 100%. That's the Carbon issue. Fiber. Robbie's, Robbie's got a higher level of ricer than we do. Carbon Therefore, fiber. He's got the, to the max. <laughs> he's got the chrome wrap. He's got- To the max. He's getting your underglow hooked back up again, or is that next on the list? No, it's not on the list. Come on, Robbie. My drift car. If I have a drift car, that'll have- Nah, underglow. change the track game. Put some underglow on that shit. No. Nighttime, sun starts going down, you got purple underglow and your sub's going- you kidding me? You can't have Changing subs. the game, Robbie. All the media guys would be like, damn, what the fuck's that? Yeah, Taking pictures? Ended up all over the internet. Mm-hmm. End up on the Gridlife homepage. I'll be honest. Gridlife's a big party, man. I know you, it is. You put some subs and some some underglow on there, you'll be uh, you'll be a popular dude. I kind of didn't like the fact that my hood's so shiny compared to the rest of my car. <laughs> How dare you? It's, it's high gloss. Just hit it with some real well, nice sandpaper. It'll flat out a little well, bit. Well, I got to put a um, um, protective cover or film on it. And Vivid makes a satin one. So I'm going to buy that and see if that looks okay. It looks like shit. I'll pull it off. Got to protect it. He got that carbon fiber hood, people. I did. He did. It does look ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous in the best way, though. I mean, it's that, it really pulls the car. Looks so pulls are you going to buy some street tires for the end keys so that you can rock those full time? Yeah, that's on my it's on my to do list. Okay. Yeah. No, because I, those I, look, I will. Those look money. Well, that's the only now. reason I built the fender flares. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were planning no. on keeping the Hoosiers and and doing. Well, I'll, the I'll, back burn, and forth. I'll burn. I'll burn. Right. Burn no, through I these expect and then, you not to. But. No, then I'll get two hundred treadwears. So, okay. are you going to get another set of Hoosiers? No. Okay. So on those wheels, did those wheels come off at two forty? You bought those from a two forty dude. Yeah, right? I Drifter. think so. Did Did he have a wide body kit on? I don't know. I never saw his car because that looks well, like that was a necessity. It absolutely is a necessity. So I don't know it how sticks he, out like crazy. I don't know how he was pulling that off. Is he my question. Just put some of those bolt-on over fenders and yeah, I don't know how he did it because I'm sticking out like crazy, 
And what I are have those, to, three inch flares, probably. The backs are threes, the fronts are twos. Or, so that's significant. Yep. Well, then I, I actually have to be running the half inch spacers because I'm otherwise I'm touching my suspension. Oh. So it's, it's so he might have had like a smaller spring package on his. Well, I got coilovers. They don't get smaller than that. No, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so I have the smallest setup you can get. And, what, and I was still touching. Bar- I mean, barely, but I was touching the front. I wonder what that guy was doing. Rocking mad camber. Or is the wheel touching or just the tire? Just the tire. I wonder ones. if he was stretching like a 225 on those because those are nine inch. Nine and a half. I bet he was stretching a tire. Drifting, 225 drifts. on a nine and a half is not that extreme of a stretch. Yeah, that, that probably would have worked. That's what I mean, he was. He, was he said he was drifting with it. I don't know. But that's what he's doing. Or he's just not giving a fuck because that's what drifters do. That too. Just Send let, it. Let him stick out. Yep. Send it. Rub all but the I, want, I wanted, I wanted room for more more time. No, if he was really a drifter, he spent three grand on a wide body kit and then wiped it out in the first weekend and just said, screw it. Yeah, so he yeah, probably boy. had a rocket bunny setup or something. <laughs> Full on. Just imported from Japan. Yeah. Explodes it on a on a curb. Somewhere. On a curb. Yep. That's what they do. It's a Crazy lifestyle bastards. choice. I don't get it, but well, anyway, since I mean, we we've migrated away here, right? right. The point is, things. the point is, Robbie's wrong about the. I'm not about the AMG, but uh, are you surprised by this fact, though? I would have thought he might like the Defender. I don't. I know. would never have guessed he would have taken that over the AMG over that, though. I mean, I, let's be clear. I wouldn't pay 150 thousand. No, this pounds is, this is very this. theoretical. It's crazy, right? I'd rather have somebody like a company. LS swap one for me and then buy that well, from them for like 80 grand. Then yeah, that, so that makes more sense. One of our friend Ian Wright had a V8 swap defender when he was younger and still lived in England. Okay. I feel like because they've those have got to be on the 25 year rule, right? You could find a defender, they're pretty so, expensive, but you could find are them. they? Yeah, because I feel like I could ship an old defender over here and put a V8 in it for a whole lot less money than that. Yeah, absolutely, and it'd be cooler. Because it's the old one. Yes. Yes. I agree. 100%. It'd be worse and therefore better. Much better. Much better. Agreed. So that's crazy. They're going to sell all of them. The AMG. They've already sold all of them. They probably have. The AMG is uh, awful in every way. Um, it's nice. <laughs> but let's move on. So bad. <laughs> There's so many of them in this town. Everywhere. It's I don't weird. get it. It's a lot of money. Seriously, a lot of money. Even the cheap one is a lot of money. Yeah, it's still a hundred grand. I don't know. There's a lot of things I'd buy for a hundred grand before that car. It's very, very low on the list. One step above this defender. defender. It's only one above. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's only one rung, right? That's fair. Yeah, they're both very low, but eh. Renault Nissan declares itself the largest automaker in the world. Asterisk. Using very shifty math. (laughs) So their CEO, whose last name is Gosen, I think. Gosen. It's a very weird spelling. G-H-O-S-N. He claims that they are the largest automaker in the world, and they sold 10.6 million vehicles in 2017. Kicker to that is VW says they sold 10.7 million. Robbie, you're an engineer. <laughs> Mathematically, this doesn't work. Right. So <laughs> what he's claiming is that that number includes Volkswagen's commercial fleet. Which is 200,000 vehicles. And heavy trucks. Nissan's sorry. number doesn't. Right. So you'd have to do some really hardcore hashtag real journalism to figure this out. 
and I didn't have time to do that because I've been gone all week. But Renault sells, and so does Nissan. Yes. Sells heavy, yes. you, like thirty five hundred, you know, full ton fleet vehicles. Uh, there is a a bid from the Nissan dealership for my new truck sitting on my boss's desk right now. Does that count towards their 10.6? That's that's the question that I have. I assume it does. So if you're penalizing VW for 10.7, what's your commercial vehicle sales? Because Nissan's been pushing that hard. And Renault has theirs too. And he wouldn't have said, he wouldn't have brought this up at all if they had had the the full, you know what I mean? If they... The reason he's bringing this up, they could have now, added their commercial fleet on there and yeah. Volkswagen. He wouldn't have brought the. He wouldn't have stated it in such a way. Right, right. So the Which whole thing is shady, just in general. Right. It's it's Ad- silly. advertising bullshit all the time. It is advertising bullshit. We're talking about it. He's on the drive, whatever. And well, so. and I just want to talk about because he's. It's shifty math, no matter how you look at it. Yeah. And well, well, technically, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my dick's bigger than yours. Technically, technically, <laughs> that's really what it boils down to here. Yeah. The really crazy thing about this is, I was like, "There's no way Renault Nissan's even in like the top four. I was like, "That that can't be true." So I looked it up. GM in 2016, and I don't think their data's out yet, but the um, companies that track some of this stuff are saying that. Sales are down in general for automakers for 2017. Yep. But they're saying GM, so basically 2016, sold 10.3 million, and Toyota sold 10.2. So I always thought that Toyota was the biggest selling automaker in the world. Well, I think when they became the biggest selling auto, when they surpassed GM, whatever that was, five years ago, I think they made a huge deal about it. Yeah, so now everybody just thinks that they yeah. still are. And GM's just like, whatever, we're just making cars. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> Cool story. Yeah. But I think it's crazy that that, that that merger made those two the biggest automaker in Asterix, you know, in Renault, the world. Renault must sell a lot of cars in Europe because Nissan's not selling that many cars here. Uh, I think you'd be surprised. I think they... Versus well, Volkswagen or Toyota, though? Or GM? Well, I, th- I think there's such a price difference, too. I mean, because if you, if you look at the... Nissan prices to the comparable Toyota, it's it's a pretty big jump. I th- for Toyotas, yeah. yeah. I think they sell a fair bit of Nissans. I, I I do. I if somebody said who sells more cars in the U.S. Nissan or GM, I'd tell them you is that a serious question? Because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> GM. Yeah, GM. Yeah. If you All count day. if you count everything, doesn't matter what it is: cars, trucks, commercial vehicles. It doesn't matter. GM's right. crushing it compared to Nissan. Right. But yeah, so they. I, I, uh, to me, the whole thing's but weird. If GM's selling ten point three million dollar car or ten point three million cars, nine point three million of them are probably sold here in the U.S. Whereas Nissan is probably maybe half their sales if they're lucky here. Well, I think probably GM's saving grace and has been for a while is uh, China. Now we did talk some time oh, ago about fair. how they sold off part of their European division, so maybe that number went down too. Maybe it's nine something because they're not selling cars in Europe anymore, but um, yeah, the whole thing is is just kind of wild that Renault Nissan's as big as they are. Yeah. So anyway, still can't believe Volkswagen's still as big as they are. Scams don't matter, dude. No, no Scandals don't Nobody matter. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So 
It's fine. Yeah, it's whatever. Just buy those cars. Up next, we have F1 teams agree on rules to make 2019 bodywork more sponsor-friendly. So Robbie, Robbie's got a picture here pulled up of the main offender. I don't know how I feel about this. So basically, less louvers, more flat spots, right? Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. this thing that's on the screen right now is called a barge board, apparently. Um, it's right in front of basically where the driver's legs would be. By the pedals. Yeah, the pedals. Behind the front wheels. Directly behind the front wheel. Yeah, and it, um, it blocks, well, you can see in that picture, it's blocking part of the Red Bull logo, but from you know several different angles, it blocks part of the side of the car. So there was some concern that the sponsorship logos have been covered up or had to be made smaller to be made visible. And so for 2018, they've revised some of these body panels, the barge boards, the rear wing, et cetera. Front, so, yeah, the splitter, stuff like that. Yeah, too. so that, that they have more flat spots. So I think that this probably also means less downforce, which, as I've said in the past, I'm actually four. all for because I think it's going to make tighter racing. Yeah. And so part of me is okay with it, but also I feel like they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Because the only reason they're doing that is because sponsors want more real estate for their money. And so that decision isn't being driven by the racing. It's being driven by the money. And I feel like if they made that decision, if they if they would have made that decision and, and put it driven by racing... Everybody would have won, or yeah, even just advertise it as such. Like if you know, if you have the meeting, you're like, advertisers go, "We want more space," and then we're like, "Well, we want more competitive racing." Win win. Oh, so you're <laughs> saying you're saying if Formula One had come to the it table makes, and kind of said, "Hey, like, we're doing this to reduce downforce to right, try to yeah, speed up the yeah, racing," yeah. and meanwhile everybody else is like, "Yeah, good, to, yeah, that'll yeah, work. let's do that." I would have made me feel better ah, about the story. That would have been way smarter because I've. I just feel like they're. This is just a money grab thing for me, and it. So at the end of the day, what I come to that racing for doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the advertiser dollar, which doesn't make me want to come and watch it. Which makes advertisers not want to put money into it. Well, so my only thing on this is that this benefits the teams, not F one as an organization necessarily. Yeah, this is allowing the teams to get the funding that they need to race because one of the biggest complainers about this was McLaren. So in my mind, if McLaren's complaining about it, it probably is a legitimate concern. And maybe that's why they made the change because I mean, it sounded like everybody was complaining about it, but McLaren was the most vocal that it was a problem. So, you know, if it was force India that was driving this, I might've been (laughs) like, okay, yeah, uh, that might just be a money grab. But if it's McLaren, it's because they've got a real problem or they had a budget set out and then they the 2017 cars came out and the advertisers went, dude, what the shit? Like, yeah, our, can't our, they can't even see our, they can't see my logo anymore. I'm Zoom not gonna, I'm not gonna pay you. <laughs> well, same with that, like ten that, million dollars. Well, like that Puma logo right there. Do you really think anyone's seeing that <laughs> I outside, didn't see outside it. of the stupid picture? <laughs> I didn't see it until you just zoomed in. It's a Jeez. tiny, tiny little cat right next to the R on yeah. Red Bull. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the size of a, a watch. Like, or like Alpha used to have like a sticker. Yeah. On was it the, the Ferrari relief. car? Yeah. yeah. On the nose. Yeah. Alpha's in racing. No, they're <laughs> not. They have a sticker in racing. We gave Ferrari four dollars. So I, so I think I think you're absolutely right. They should have just ah no, this makes the racing yeah better and just package uh, it a little different. It would have yeah. made me feel better about it, and everybody would have won. Absolutely. Because now I just feel like they're 
they're pandering to the to the sponsor, not to the viewer. And really, you need to be catering to the viewer, and then the viewers will stay, and the, so will the sponsors. Yeah, this may ultimately put a bad taste in some viewers' mouths. So they should have definitely reframed this to make it you would make it a win-win. In this world of political correctness and and people being all concerned about those sort of things, somebody would have picked up on that. Or just the fact that I think uh, what's the name of the media group again? Liberty. 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 They they have they have a vested interest in making it more appealing to more people. Right. So that's appealing to the audience about. is the whole point of this whole deal. So that's what they that's what they should have done. I mean, in reality, it probably doesn't change significantly. You know, they might lose, they might make 19,990 pounds of downforce instead of 20,000 pounds of downforce, sure, or whatever right. that number is. But still, you could have made me feel a little better. Can about you scroll it. down, Robbie, to the, there's the rear wing. That That's kind of, that. That's shows. A more significant. Yeah, because look at all those uh, small logos. Yeah, the fins and all that, the cutouts in that rear wing. And yeah, so, so they those can, will be gone. Yeah, so well, now they the, can, the fronts, like on the, I think it was the Ferrari. You could see like there was three or four different levels. I'm sure that yeah, was the one flat level. They're, now they're just like splitter on splitter on splitter on splitter. Actually, yep. it's it's very confusing to look at. No, the other thing is oh, I th- oh, I think that doing this will make the cars look better. I agree, I and thought- that's. Seems to be really important to Formula One fans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. More so I, than I, actually, I would have thought. I'm frankly. all for like louvers and all like aero stuff. Right. But I think that the the newest Formula One cars had it was just too weird of aero. I'm sure, I'm, sure, out there. I'm sure it worked. I'm sure it was it did exactly what it was supposed to. But like you know, these weird the shark fin and then those extra wing things and cutouts just and make them just louvers and I'm at, like in that respect just make them. Get rid of more. Get rid of some of the arrow. Just make them race. Plus, you know, everybody always goes back and talks about how back in the day, Jackie Stewart and blah blah blah. Oh, there's no downforce. Racing was competitive. And blah blah blah. And all this, you know, everybody thinks of that as like the the highlight and the heyday of Formula One. Put them on like shitty bias ply slicks. And <laughs> give them like three pounds of uplift. You know, like don't even make it so that if you go too fast, the front end comes off the ground. I don't care. But like. Make those back ends slide around a little bit. Make them wiggle under braking. Make them fucking drive those things. It's way more interesting to watch. Yep. Or or deregulate. Screw it. No <laughs> rules. Do whatever you want. Yeah, that that would work too. Uh, I am sick of the single file line races. Mild side note: as we look at this picture here, that car's on wets. Formula One cars on tires with tread patterns looks really fucking weird. It is a little it bit is weird. super weird. It's a little off-putting, frankly. It's very strange. I don't think I've ever seen a car on wets before. So, oh really? Not for extended pay, periods of time. I don't pay attention. They had, to they had, it that they had a few races this year in the well, wet. Well, yeah, I know. But when the car's moving, it's one thing. When it's oh, parked, yeah, yeah. you know, you never see pictures of cars parked it's with true. wets on them. They're or always like on slicks. When we were at PRI, everything's on slicks, right? Not yeah, on yeah. wet tires, right? Know? Yeah. So that's just what you see. That's, that's just weird. That's what see. you should do is bring your car to PRI with wets on it, and we're like, "Did you see that car with wets? That's weird, man. That's yeah, off, it's a weird one over there. Off-road Formula car. What the hell's going on here? What are you guys doing over here? Lift it up like. Yeah, just make like off the ground. Yeah, make sure everybody sees it. So anyway, next story. So the first ZR1 Corvette sold at auction for nine hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Calm down. 
Seriously, why? Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Yeah, hold on. yeah. Hold this, on. Is, hold on. this is a publicity. I understand stunt. that. It's a charity. It's a charity. It's a That's charity what they do. Thing. Well, it's a charity thing wrapped up in about six publicity stunts. Yes. And it is genius. And if GM came up with this, props to them. I no, will take Barrett back. Barrett Jackson's <laughs> been doing that thing, that sort of stuff for years. No, but GM does this every single year. Every single year they come out with a car, they give it to Barrett Jackson, and they say they're going to give it to charity. Vin right. number one. Yeah, right. this is a GM. This started with GM. They went to Barrett Jackson. Barrett Jackson said, "Yes, we can. That'll go all over the internet, the TV, and all that <laughs> bullshit." And then, uh, what? Who? Who won it again? Hendrick. Uh, Hendricks. Rick Hendrick went. Yeah, I'll buy that because my name will end up everywhere else too. Hendrick Mo- Motorsports and Automotive Group. I'll spend also dollars tax write off. Tax write off. Yep. Yeah. So he bought a hundred and twenty thousand dollar Corvette and wrote an eight hundred thousand dollar charity check. Yeah. No, he wrote a nine hundred and twenty-five thousand. All of it went. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, but oh, I see what you're eight hundred thousand. He got a Corvette. Out he, of bought it. A Corvette yeah. he bought a Corvette and, and then donated eight hundred thousand. Yeah, and then GM turned around and gave all the money. Right. That from yeah yeah. And the, the funny thing is, he's done this with the uh, eighteen Camaro ZL1 and then also the first VIN NSX. I think he paid a million dollars for the ZL1 too, which is crazy. I mean, they they literally do this every year, uh, every so, other year. Same guy every year. I'll, yep, I'll take it. I'll take it. Just keep going. Keep so, it. If you watch it, they're literally like, no, just keep going. Just Rick's keep, got it. Just give it. I want it. <laughs> I want to give it to me. So that Hendrick guy got a tax write-off, and so did GM, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll, definitely. Because yeah, GM I mean, will write off the 120 They'll write off car. the car. Yeah. It's a drop in the bucket for them, but yeah. Yeah, but still. Absolutely. Jesus. Talk about Ponzi schemes. No, no, no. They don't get <laughs> they don't get their money back. Let's not. I understand let's not get that, that. But it's. I mean, they're writing that shit off. And yeah. Oh, look at that. We we didn't make any money this year. Well, or maybe you just call it advertising expense. Too, whatever you want to call it too. But that's all write off too, isn't it? Yeah. So I, it's 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 a quite the deal. It's a very smart move. But yeah, people are like oh. Why would you buy? It's just the first one. Like, there's gonna be more. Of it. No, you don't get it. No, that's clearly. not the point. You're not understanding how this works. I still think it's a bit outrageous. Yeah. It is. There was a lot of people that, like, on the comment section of all these articles, that just could not grasp the concept that this was a charity. Yeah. Like, why they, would he spend a million dollars on a Corvette? Did they name the charity? Yeah, it's the Wounded Warriors or something. Or, uh, no, it's the. Uh, it was one I hadn't heard of. Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation. So what they do is they basically try to provide mortgage-free housing for wounded veterans. Thank you. Oh, through different 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 levels, like building houses or buying houses, and then giving them away or paying off mortgages or et cetera, et cetera. Well, that would certainly pay off my mortgage. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I, <laughs> yes. They, they were. I'm sure they were happy to almost get a million dollar. Yeah. Check. It worked yeah. out well for them. That's awesome. I don't know that the other ones have been the same. Because I thought one was like a children's charity one year. I thought it was too. So I think they switched I'm sure that they rotate that around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, spread the wealth a little bit. Absolutely. So anyway, Barrett Jackson in all of its insanity. It is a great looking car. They are cool looking, (sighs) aren't they? I love it. Can you imagine, Robbie, in 10 years what you'll be able to buy one of those for? Think about that. Yeah, 150 grand. No. No. You kidding me? Corvette, That's the end Corvettes, of an era. Corvettes don't hang out. That That's long. the end of an era. No, not in ten years. Gonna, the, nobody cares about the end of an era. They they're going to be beginning. They're going to be mid-engined after this. Yeah, they'll this all be the last great front-engined no. Corvette. Everyone that wa- sucker's never going to drop a price. Everyone wants the the mid-engine. That car's no. I don't think that's true. That car's never going to drop a price. I strongly disagree. I also disagree. I think that. I think they're keep they're going to keep making front engine Corvettes. I think the, the C8, the Zora thing is going to be its own thing. 
and they're going to keep making this for a while at least and i think it's i think they're going to run i i think it the zora will be more like a ford gt but not quite so absurd and up its own ass that's good. There's packages, and you gotta be selected. And John Cena gets one, and uh, all this dumb shit like that. Like it's I, got an ego boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a Taurus engine. Like what the fuck's that about? It's weird. So well, I mean, to be fair, you could claim that. I mean, if it's got an L, oh, it's just an Impala engine. No, if you want to be that way has a Corvette engine in it. Everyone knows that. It goes backwards. If yeah. you want to be that way about it, the I Corvette mean. was first. <laughs> That's how everybody is with the Caprices, like that had the LT yeah. ones. Oh, it's got the Corvette it's got motor. The Corvette motor in. Uh, like yep. not at all, but yeah, that's I cool. got a two forty SX. It's got the Corvette motor in it. Everybody knows. <laughs> Do you explain that to people, like people at work? Though is that the, how you explain people, it to people? If people are not car people, or like, have any interest in cars, and they're like, you know, someone says you put a V eight Corvette engine. I yeah. I, I took a I took a Corvette I'm engine. I'm say Camaro because that's really what it is, and that's just as same thing. Understand? Depends on who I'm talking to. Camaro, Corvette. That's what I got. I took that one and put it in this one. I do that same thing because people, no don't, one, no people one. don't get it. Yeah. Like you try to explain to them, no, it's got a cop car motor. They like look at you kind of weird. Like, what? They just don't. There's a lot of people that think that cop cars are hopped up versions of their yeah of their pedestrian car. They, they do. Yeah. And they're not. No. But a lot of people believe that. True. Even yes. car people believe yeah. that. Yes. I don't know how that rumor got started, but yeah. If you really want to people, see people like, uh, roll their eyes at you be like yeah I had the KA24 and then I swapped in the SR20 and then I got sick of that and I, got, I, I dropped in the LS1 but it's, it's, got, the, it's got the 893 it's understand. got the 893 heads it's got blah, 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 yeah, yeah, cam, cam yeah. left is blah, yep. yeah, 0.568 and blah, blah, there's like uh, what aren't you getting about this I don't yeah it's, 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 it's all right there it's simple I got a build sheet here you go I went from four cylinder four cylinder turbo now I have eight cylinders it's twice as good <laughs> okay I don't know. So, anyway, that's it. Expensive Corvette goes to charity. Barrett Jackson's still crazy. I saw a little extra coverage from Barrett Jackson, and it's it's still all the insanity it's always been. But Everyone needs to go to Barrett Jackson once. Yeah, I, I really I do want to go to Scottsdale. They, they hold all the cars. They, all of the cars that are going to be sold during the week have to be there from day one through the end. Even if they've rolled across the block already, they can't leave, they can't leave the premise. So regardless of what day you go, you get to see everything. That's nice. And so it's a it's a very cool thing to do. It's like a car show where Barrett Jackson makes millions of dollars. <laughs> That's basically win, win. win. But yeah, you see a lot of stuff that you're well some. You you kind of get to see a lot of stuff that you wouldn't normally see, but at the same time it's still just a it's just a Chevelle. It's just a Corvette. Yeah. It's just a Cuda. But it's the only one. But it's also, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And every once in a while, you'll get a V12 Zephyr, or you'll get, yeah. you know, who knows? Like when I went, some crazy Lincoln. It wasn't Jay Leno's. It was the twin thereof. But that tank car, yeah, that one was there. You know, and they they sell some stuff like that occasionally, and but they have like a big flea market swap meet type thing with vendors in it, and. uh I mean, there's there's a lot of other stuff to do. It's it's a good time. It's something that I think everyone should go to. That'd be another cheap vacation. Yeah. What was your Scottsdale flight? Was it like seven hundred dollars? Uh, Five hundred. Phoenix bucks. flight. Yeah. I mean, Phoenix Phoenix is a hub. So I want to say it was cheap. only like twenty bucks to walk through the front door. Probably. And yeah. there wasn't. I can't imagine that. Much. There wasn't like a VIP act. Like you got to walk in the tent and watch cars roll, whether you had a. A paddle, a paddle or not. You can't go all the way right up to the right. front, but you can stand there and walk. There's like like stands and you can go and sit and watch cars roll across the block for however long you want. 
Hmm. So it's it's cool. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. I think that's it for this week. That's all I got. Boom. Catch you guys next week.